snowcats ready and get over here. Right now? You darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Edwards. Oh, man. Rainbow three by Anthony Edwards puts him in double figure scoring. And the one two pitch, a drive to left field and deep. Gordon going back on the track at the wall. Twist tech the lead 2 1. Nelson Cruz golfing a one two pitch to the second deck in left center. Parisi, fanned on it, recovers, got it to Niederreiter who fires. Parisi on the rebound, scores! Right to Dalvin, turns it up to the end zone, touchdown! All right, what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor of Minnesota, coming back to you live and direct with the Sports Done Right podcast. Thank you all for peeping in here tonight. I appreciate it. Thursday night edition, like I said, you know, like I tell you, you know. Real life gets in the way sometimes. It is what it is. Um, Can't do a long show tonight, but just kind of wanted to give you some quick thoughts on the landscape of Minnesota sports, uh, how the Big Ten's looking uh, in terms of football, basketball, that fun stuff. NFL, we got San Francisco out over Tennessee early tonight, uh, 7-0 in the second quarter there. Bowl games are kicking off. And yours truly, the sports governor, Vince Wright, will be in Phoenix, Arizona next week. That's right, checking out the Golden Gophers as they take on the West Virginia Mountaineers. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. So, um, a few things to get into tonight uh, that are just kind of popping and the reason I'm getting a late start. First off, um, I got to say... uh, First off, props to Charles Hallman. Uh, Charles wrote a, or asked me to be a guest of his and to do an article on the lack of minority fans. And in this case, at Gopher football games, since that's where he saw me on Twitter and saw I was a big Gopher football fan and all that stuff. But I want you guys to check that out. Go to the spokesman, S-P-O-K-E-S-M-A-N-Recorder.com. That's the spokesman-recorder.com. That's the uh, black newspaper here in the Twin Cities and in Minnesota. A long history. Charles has actually been covering sports and gopher sports in particular for 30 years in the Twin Cities area, so he knows what he's talking about. It was a topic that actually got me thinking about things that I could even do to help get some uh, minority fans down there to tailgate and to get in the games and just to really see what the college football experience is like when you're having fun and tailgating and, you know, the whole thing put together. So, again, uh, the article is called Glimpse of a Rarity, a Black Gopher Fan. And that is at spokesman-recorder.com. Charles, again, thank you so much. Honored to be 
part of this article and uh yeah we we got to do more um with that as well so uh, check that out and that just came out a little bit ago so thank you charles once again look forward to talking with him in the future okay so Vince Wright, first off, this is the Sports Done Right podcast brought to you by 7th Avenue Pizza, the best frozen pizza in town. Make sure you pick it up at Lund's, Byerly's, Hy-Vee, Holiday Stations, Speedway Stations. As I like to say, you got to get you some of the best frozen pizza around. That's right, 7th Avenue Pizza. All right, let's get to it here. So it has been a very busy weekend, and now, well, Almost a week later here, as I keep forgetting, um, we are two days away from Christmas, tomorrow being Christmas Eve. First off, I want to wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, uh, Festivus for the rest of you. Uh, Whatever you're celebrating, have a happy and safe time during this holiday season. Uh, My my week started off last Friday, actually, so let's kind of do a rewind here. The sports governor, Vince Wright. First off, um, we got to give props to Rob Lear over at Lear Communication. Rob is in charge of the boxing over at the Armory here in the city of Minneapolis. The Armory, uh, phenomenal arena. Love the upgrades they did a, a couple years back and really made this venue a, a destination venue for boxing, MMA fights, and concerts. They get almost 10,000 people in there for concerts. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal setup. Rob Lear uh, reached out to me a couple years ago regarding some fights, and uh, we've been buddies ever since, and he's always taken care of the sports governor. Uh, David Morrell Jr. retains his WBA Super Middleweight Championship. Uh, A great fight against a gentleman named Fox there. Uh, Three, four rounds of nonstop pressure from David Morrell, and that's what I like about him. Uh, for folks that don't know, David Morrell is a Cuban-born fighter, had a phenomenal amateur career with something like 132-2, and two, wound up coming up to the States here. Minneapolis is his adopted home. He got a quick, very quick belt because he's, uh, what, 6-0 and now with 5 KOs or 4 KOs. Uh, he got the WBA Super middle Middleweight belt. And he is just, you know, trying to build that resume, trying to get those wins so he can take a look at getting a fight maybe one day with a Canelo Alvarez, Kayla Plant, other big time names in his uh, division there. So, um, again, Rob, thank you for hooking up the Sports Done Right crew. We all had a blast down there at the Armory. And let me say this for the uh, premier boxing champions who promoted the fights. Uh, they were broadcast. The undercard was on Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports Deportes, I, I believe. The main card was actually on the regular Fox Network, so Channel 9 here locally. Great job all the way around because the, the whole card was entertaining. So from top to bottom, loved everything um, that we saw there that night. So great job to them on a great promotion Friday. Last Friday, I was at the weigh-in, talked to, didn't really get a chance to talk to the fighters. You know, COVID, the way it's spreading through sports now, you know, they really did a, a, a good job of just trying to keep the fighters to, you know, a minimum contact with, with people that they didn't necessarily need contact with. So down there for the weigh-ins, 
little bit of a press conference there. Saturday was the big night. Great job again by the Armory there. Sunday, I got to say shout out to my main man, uh, Rob Mitchum, Robbie Rob, as he's known around here, local music uh, producer, uh, music guy in town. Uh, Rob knows people. And so Sunday night, we were at what's called the, what is it? The Theater Box Suites at Target Center to watch the T-Wolves take on the um, Dallas Mavericks. And that is a phenomenal setup. You know, in this age of COVID and and corporate suites, I think those days are gone. Very few companies are going to be able to afford these types of luxuries going forward. And to say that, you know, you're dropping 100 grand, 200 grand on a suite at an arena, probably not the best thing for business right now. So what they did at Target Center is they took a bunch of suites, kind of gutted them, made them one big suite here with individual seating areas, individual dinner tables even that hold up to six people. And it was a phenomenal setup. The food, now, you know, normally I like game day food, you know, your 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 hot dogs, your corn dogs, or prano pups, whatever you want to call them. You know, just that game day food, man. Big old thing of ice cream, whatever it is. But man, up here, it's it's first class eating. And they went with a kind of a barbecue Southern theme. They had, what was it, like uh, honey flavored grits. They had brisket. They had braised pulled pork. I mean, they had the whole thing going up there. Uh, cutting stations galore. And it was phenomenal. So, Rob, thank you again for hooking us up. Me and the first lady enjoyed it. And look forward to seeing you again real soon. That brings us into Monday, <laughs> and and the sports theme continues. Got to hang out with my man Tommy Kramer over at his crib, and he had a few Vikings over. Eddie McDaniel, oh excuse me, uh, Eddie Mack was in the house. We also had Leo Lewis as kind of the surprise special guest Viking. The former Viking wideout came by and hung out with us, as well as the one and only Ted Brown, Teddy Brown in the house. Uh, the North Carolina state legend himself. So uh, a lot of fun raising money for charity. They were signing, you know, everything in sight, raising money for the charities that Tommy and Buddy Becker work with. So again, shout out to them for having the sports governor over to hang out and watch the football game, which we'll get into here in just a minute. So uh, Tommy Kramer, Buddy Becker and crew, thank you again so much for all that you do and for letting me be a small part of it. All right. So a very exciting past weekend. Now we'll get into it here with the sports side. Um, because we're so late in the week, I'm not going to rehash too much in terms of the Vikings game. Uh, Gophers played yesterday, University of Wisconsin-Green Bay. Got a gr- nice win there over a pretty decent team. Uh, shout out to Shannon, uh, Nurse Shannon over there in Wisconsin. That is one of, I think she went to grad school up at UW Green Bay. But anyway, shout out to you, Dimples, the one and only Miss Dimples there on Twitter. And um, I'll say this because I did not expect this to happen. Uh, very few of us did with this now 10 and 1 start from the Gopher football, or excuse me, basketball team, and Ben Johnson in particular, because Ben Johnson. Um, I wasn't sure if it was the right hire, as a lot of people did. 
Um, he seemed to get higher quickly. I thought we should kind of take a deeper dive on a couple other coaches, Musselman uh, being the main one there. Like, you know, make Eric Musselman tell you no. Really go after him because I think he would have been good here. But let's digress because we're 10 and 1. Nobody expected this type of start. And these transfers, because there is nobody left from last year's Gopher team, you know, coaching staff gone, all those players gone. And what Ben has been able to put together and been, and been able to do here recently to keep these guys motivated, to keep the hunger in them, and to really, I mean, to get wins when we did not expect them to get wins the way that they are doing it. So as we are now approaching the Big Ten season, a couple more non-conference games coming up here, but I just wanted to give a, a mad shout-out and a, uh, a boxing bell ring, if you will. <laughs> To Big Ben Johnson over there at the University of Minnesota, who has got these guys playing great basketball, it you know phenomenal job over there. And one thing in particular that it takes is it doesn't take a lot of Minnesota kids, but I think now with this early success, and of course you know he may not sustain it as we go into the Big Ten season here. But the thing is. You know, this unexpected surprise really has people excited for Gopher basketball again. So how can you not like that? Yesterday, a big win over Green University of Wisconsin Green Bay. They won that game 72 to 56. And what can I say, man? I mean, these players, Jamison Battle, Eric Curry coming back looking good. Uh Sean Sutherland had a nice game yesterday as well. I I'm just very impressed. And we hope that it it continues into the Big Ten season because, you know, I, I look, to be honest, I haven't really done a deep dive on the Big Ten yet. Normally, again, real life getting in the way with Vince Wright, the sports governor, because we do usually have a Big Ten preview show for football and basketball. <clears throat> Excuse me, but uh, not this year. But, you know, nice win. ACC Big Ten Challenge out at Pittsburgh. You know, held on to to win there. Um, you know, a win over Princeton, which can usually be tough. It took them two overtimes. Western Kentucky usually has a nice team as well. And, you know, I mean, it's just impressive. Their only loss has been to Michigan State. And then they came back the next game and beat Michigan over in Ann Arbor. So, you know, Tom Mizzle even said Ben Johnson is, is going to probably do some really great things here. And let's hope so. So next game is December 29th, a little bit of a Christmas break, so to speak. Alcorn State coming into Williams Arena. Then January 2nd, a week from this coming Sunday, January 2nd, Illinois comes to town, and we are off and running with the Big Ten season. After that, there's a couple road games at Indiana and Michigan State. Iowa comes in on January 16th. So we're really now going to see what we got here in terms of Gophers hoops. But congratulations, gentlemen. Keep up the great work. Very proud of what they're doing there as well. Um, Let's do this. We're actually going to take a break here, like I said, an abbreviated show. So uh, when we get back from our musical interlude, we're going to talk about the Vikings, what we saw at Soldiers Field. And although they still are a playoff team as of now, they are in the wild card slot, the last wild card. Do you think they'll get there? I don't know. I don't know. Then we're going to take a look. We're going to talk a little bit of the NBA. 
We're going to do the power rankings from CBS Sports, see where these teams are popping up, how you feel about them as well. And uh, keep an eye. Chicago Bulls all of a sudden playing some basketball. So keep an eye on them. All right, let's do this. Let's get to our break. We will be right back. Vince Wright, the sports governor. This is Sports Done Right, brought to you by the fine folks at 7th Avenue Pizza. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Vince Wright, host of the Sports Done Right podcast. And let me tell you something. When it comes to frozen pizza, there is only one pizza that stands out above the rest, and that is 7th Avenue Pizza, proud sponsor of the Sports Done Right podcast. Make sure you go get you some at Speedway, Holiday Stations, Lunds and Byerly's, Hy-Vee, amongst other places as well. We thank them for supporting the show. 7th Avenue Pizza. I am Vince Wright, and I approve this message. So step off the Frankfurter. Yo, Fife, you remember that routine that we used to make spiffy like Mr. Clean? Um, um, a tidbit, um, a smidgen. I don't get the message, so you got to <laughs> okay. run the pigeon. You're on point, Fife. All the time, Tip. You're on point, Fife. All the time, Tip. You're on point, Fife. All the time, Tip. But then grab the microphone and let your words rip. Now here's a funky introduction of how nice I am. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. I'm like an energizer because you see I last long. My crew is never, ever whack because we stand strong. Now if you say my style is whack, that's where you're dead wrong. I slay that body in El Segundo, then push it along. You'll be a fool to reply the fight is not the man. Because you know and I know that you know who I am. A special shout out piece goes out to all my pals, you see. And a middle finger goes for all you punk MCs. Because I love it when you whack MCs despise me. They get vexed, I will next, can not contest me. I'm just a fly MC who's five for three and very brave. On top remaining, no home training because I misbehave. I come correct and full effect of all my holes in check. And before I get the butt, the gym must be a wreck. You see, my aura is positive, I don't promote no junk. See, I'm far from a bully and I ain't a punk. Extremity of rhythm, yeah, that's what you heard. So just clean out your ears and just check the word. Check the vibe, Was so rumping that the brothers rolled the zap. Hey yo, Tip, do you recall when we used to rock what? those fly routines on your cousin's block? Um, let me see. Damn, I can't remember. I'll receive the message and you will play the same. You're on point, Tip. All the time, Fife. You're on point, Tip. Yeah, all the time, Fife. You're on point, Tip. You're all the time, Fife. So play the resurrector yeah. and give the dead some life. Okay, if knowledge is the key, then just show me the lock. Got the scrawny legs, but I move just like Lou Brock with speed. I'm agile, plus I'm worth your while. 100% intelligent black child. My opera presentation sizzles the retina. How far must you go to gain respect? Um, well, it's kind of simple. Just remain your own or you'll be crazy, sad, and alone. Industry rule number 4080. Record company people are shady. So kids, watch your back. Cause I think they smoke crack. I'm gonna make it happen. 
official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. And on the cool check-in. What up, everybody? It's the new style. That's right. Vince Wright, the sports governor with the Beastie Boys. Coming back to you live and direct. This is Sports Done Right, your favorite Minnesota sports cast. I am the sports governor 
of the great state of Minnesota, Vince Wright, coming to you live and direct from the Situation Room, man, over here at the Palatial Governor Estate here is in the East Metro of the Twin Cities. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for following me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. Again, you can also follow us on Instagram. Just follow us at Sports Done Right, W R I G H T, the last name. And likewise, or likewise, listen to me, likewise on Facebook. Got to put this small batch 1792 bourbon down and get back to the show here. All right, folks, let's talk a little bit of the NBA before we get into football with the Vikes. Um, again, you know, I like to jump around these power rankings, whether they're ESPN or NBA.com, CBS Sports, like we're using tonight, you know, just for shits and giggles. I mean, we go through it here, so I'm not going to go through all these teams. I just like to do the top 10. So as we head over to CBSSports.com, which is actually one of the better websites that I like for my sports information uh, this article comes from Colin Ward Henniger. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Um, if I messed up, I do apologize. So let's see what he's got here. Number 10, he's got the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, they're 17 and 15. Now, again, with COVID going through everything and, and you know, especially hockey and the NBA in particular, football's starting to get hit now. We'll talk about the Vikings and you know, stuff they're looking at here shortly, but, you know, there's a lot of 10-day contracts, a lot of hardship contracts being signed in basketball right now, so take this with a grain of salt for right now, but the Clippers, 17-15, and 15, uh, he says the Clippers lost to the Thunder and the Spurs before beating the Kings on Wednesday, they were happy to welcome Paul George back into the fold, the team's leading scorer averaging 21 points with six assists um, in their final two games of the week. Um, number nine, you got the Milwaukee Bucks defending champions. Like most teams, the Bucks have struggled struggled with a limited roster recently, losing to the Pelicans and the Cavs. And the Pelicans are awful, by the way. But they are twenty and thirteen. Milwaukee continues to miss uh, Giannis, and they were also without Chris Middleton and um, Holiday as well. So that that makes a lot of sense there. Number eight, the Memphis Grizzlies, nineteen and thirteen. The Grizzlies started off the week by beating the Kings, making it 11 wins in 12 games, but they dropped the next two to the Blazers and the Thunder. So keep an eye on the Memphis Grizzlies. All right, for my friends down in South Florida, Miami to be exact, the Heat coming in at number seven. Heat took down the Magic and the Pacers this week, but the offense went dry in a loss to the Pistons. So Miami, and real quietly this year, because you're not used to saying this team's name really without either Kyrie or LeBron being attached. But do you know the Cleveland Cavaliers are 19 and 13? Turns out the Red Hot Cavs' most worthy adversary was health and safety protocols, decimating the team to the point that Taco Fall started at center on Wednesday as the Celtics snapped Cleveland's six game winning streak. Darius Garland had his hands full as one of the team's only consistent offensive threats. So Cleveland, props to them, man, 19 and 13. Number five, you have the Brooklyn Nets. A lot of news being made with the Nets recently. They are now allowing Kyrie Irving to come back part-time. 
yeah, I'm still kind of out to lunch on this on how I feel. But hey, if that's allowable and that's what they want to do, that's they have every right to do that. So congrats to them. Um, it says here, if there's one thing we've learned from the Nets COVID crisis is that Kevin Durant is still a bad, bad man. He put up 13 of his 34 points in the fourth quarter to close out a win over the 76ers along a nine man roster that included four rookies and Kevin Durant. Listen, I get it. You know, people go after him because of his social media stuff. He seems to take everything to heart doesn't really have a uh, thick skin as they like to say when it comes to social media and what people post about him but Kevin Durant's a badass one of the baddest to to do it here recently on the planet and honestly Golden State owes him an apology and a lot more respect because with you know they're doing Golden State's looking good this year man but let's face it getting Kevin Durant helped them in a couple of them championships. And I know people didn't like the way he left Oklahoma to go to the top dog, so to speak. But as Bobby Brown says, it's my prerogative. I can do what I want to do. And I I was never that mad at him, you know, because he went there and he was a key part of two championships. And wound up busting up an Achilles trying to get him another one. And may have if that wouldn't have happened. So... Uh, Brooklyn at number five, the Utah Jazz at number four, Utah looking to finally make it out of the West this year. Utah earned the number one spot last week, but they lost to the Spurs and the Wizards at home, by the way. Um, the Jazz righted the ship with a win over the Hornets to close out the week as the offense to continue, or excuse me, as the offense continues to produce at near historic levels. So keep an eye on Utah. Now, before the break, I said, Hey, Chicago, 19-10, Bulls on fire as of late. Let's see what uh, he says here with the number three Bulls. Bulls have had three games now postponed in their last eight, ga- or last eight days, but they looked good in the two that they played prior to that, beating the Lakers and Rockets. DeMar DeRozan, by the way, badass, was a welcome sight for Chicago, picking up where he left off at with averages of 32 points, six assists, on 52% shooting in those two wins. Top two teams coming out of the West. West Coast. Bay Area. Number two, Golden State. 25-6. and six. We know what they're doing. Steph Curry's back. Jonathan Kaminga um, doing big things out there as well. So congrats to Golden State. You know, always fun when Steph is healthy. Draymond Green, um, they'll be getting Clay back here, I think, soon. So watch out. And your number one team in the CBSSports.com power rankings, the Phoenix Suns, where the governor will be in town next week. Maybe if they're playing, I might have to check out a game. Um, let's see what he says here. Guess who's back? The Suns reclaim the top spot in this week's rankings after thoroughly dominant wins over the Wizards, Hornets, and the Lakers. As if they weren't playing well enough, Phoenix welcomed back Devin Booker and after a seven-game absence due to a hamstring injury. So watch out, man. Phoenix is back and looking to get one more, maybe two more runs in with uh, CP3 down there. And if they can do it, God bless them, man. Phoenix is a underrated NBA market. And now that they are winning again, look for big things to come out of the Phoenix um, area 
So there is your top 10 in terms of CBS Sports Power Rankings for the NBA. Real quick, just some additional thoughts on the Timberwolves here since I was at the game the other day and I haven't really gotten into the Timberwolves in depth here on the Sports Done Right podcast this season with them. But I will say this, I love the way that they scrap on the court. I do not like the way that Carl Anthony Towns, the cat man, bitches and complains after he is touched fouled nearly fouled you know he hits the floor he's always looking over at the ref and the problem with that is is that the play continues and there were two or three times where the gophers were a guy or gophers the timberwolves were shorthanded because cats laying down complaining slow to get up slow to get back down on the defense so outside of that though and outside of him he's a decent three-point shooter decent but, you know, I'm I'm old school, dude, and I like to see them seven-footers, man, playing with their, you know, getting that low post game developed because I, in this day and age, because all these guys are playing out, and I get it, defensively, you got to now come out of your shell as a big guy because now you're guarding your guy up around the three-point, up at the top of the lane. But, man, if you could develop, and if Cat ever developed a low post game, he would kill it. He would absolutely kill it. He thinks he's killing it. Now the sports governor, Vince Wright, tells you he would do even better if he could develop a low post game. But the Wolves, right around 500. You got to like it. Let me pull up these standings real quick here as I'm the one-man producing show tonight. Uh, Break this down. Let's take a look by division. We don't need conferences just yet. As we come over here to the Western Conference, and we take a look in our division, the Northwest, Minnesota, 15 and 16. And they are six and a half games behind that very hot Utah team who is 21 and nine. If we had the the season in today, let me get the conference standings up here and see where these Timberwolves would fall. They would miss the playoff by one spot. They are technically right now. Half a game behind the Dallas Mavericks, who they beat and then lost to down in Dallas a couple days after the game I was at. So, Gopher, the Timberwolves, too much Gophers in my life lately. The Timberwolves, hey, we'll take it at this point. We would definitely take that. So, good luck to them. Keep scrapping, keep fighting hard. Hopefully they get Anthony Edwards back, who did not play. He's in COVID protocol. So arguably your best player, if not one of your top two best players, was out. And by the way, they still won the game I was at. So congrats to them. And over in the East, just to give you an idea of what's going on, Brooklyn Nets and Chicago Bulls are topping the East. Uh, The Bulls are a game and a half behind top-ranked. Brooklyn, Milwaukee, two and a half games back in Cleveland, Milwaukee, or Miami, excuse me, are three games back in the fourth and fifth spot there as well. All right, my people. Again, this is the Sports Done Right podcast. Thank you for your support. I appreciate every all the tweets, everybody getting at me and all the nice words. Thank you to 7th Avenue Pizza. Get you some, as I always say, and, and their sponsorship. And... Uh, Real quick on 7th Avenue Pizza, because I want to share a little story. A guy on Twitter, you know, as I go back and forth on my Twitter account, I set up a Twitter account basically for the podcast. 
But the guy was asking about what's the best frozen pizza around. And I was, of course, telling him 7th Avenue. And he responded back. He's like, at laugh out loud sponsored tweet. Let me tell you how they became the sponsor, however, because... And I and I've had this I've had I've told this story a lot of times to different people. I told it to Matt Nelson, the owner of Seventh Avenue. Look, we've all had all the frozen pizzas up here, and there are a there are a lot of good ones. You know, a lot a lot of the competitors are are good pizzas. But what makes this different is I love the sauce with Seventh Avenue pizza. And I I think there's the sausage they use. The toppings are on point. I know you can say that about others, but the sauce on this pizza, this frozen pizza, is just really good. It's got a little kick to it, a little different taste to it, and I love it. And I tried all these pizzas before I reached out for for a sponsorship, so to speak. Because I, too, I had saw all this 7th Avenue pizza on Twitter and online. And so I literally did a test, a taste test with them the competitors and like i said nothing against the competitors good pizza but when i had the seventh avenue and been into that and then had that sauce and it was like wow this is just a little different and i like this taste then once i decided i like i actually love the product that's when i approached them for to talk about sponsoring my podcast because I didn't want to go and reach out first and then try to pizza and not like it and then come out here and try and sell you guys some bullshit. Sports governor does not lie to his constituents. So for me, 7th Avenue pizza is the best. That is in no way to downgrade the others out there. But for me, man, it's 7th Avenue pizza and the friendships and the sponsorship. That's that's stuff on the side for me. Because I'm not going to tell you if, if this, you know, and not everybody's going to like it. I get it. I've heard from people that are like, oh, nah, I like this one better. I like that one better than 7th Avenue. And that's fine. But man, it's in the sauce with this one. So Matt Nelson, thank you very much, my friend. All right. Let's get to the Vikings here. Um, NFL, again, officials still having issues and, and they're really going to have to address the refereeing issues here by the way uh, Frisco is up on Tennessee now 10 nothing you know I'm I'm looking at the Vikings on Monday night and like everybody else wondering out loud over at Tommy Kramer's house and you should have heard some of the Vikings in the in the house what they thought of some of these play calls but man, I, I yeah, it was it was an ugly game when you thought that the Vikings could come out and really start throwing that ball. Once you got the word that basically the entire Chicago Bear defensive backfield is out with COVID protocols or COVID or whatever, and they couldn't, you know, they just came out and stunk up the place. You know, they the Vikings did just enough. Cousins and crew did just enough to you know get the get the win they are still in the playoff hunt at seven and seven they are in last wild card spot if you can believe that but do you have any hope even if they do get into the playoffs
So again, using CBS.Sports, their playoff pitcher, they have Green Bay getting the first round by. So let's say Green Bay gets the number one seed. The seven-seeded Vikings going up against the second-seeded Dallas Cowboys. They have San Francisco playing at Tampa Bay. And they also have the Rams playing at Arizona. Uh, The seeding would be Green Bay 1, Dallas 2, Tampa Bay 3, Arizona 4. The Rams 5, Frisco would be 6, and of course Vikings finishing up at 7. So on the AFC side, if it ended right now, Kansas City would get your number one seed, followed by New England. Um, Got me eating my Mac Jones words there. Uh, I didn't think he was going to be as successful as he is, and New England did not have them at 9-5, and five, but here they are. Tennessee at nine and five, Cincinnati much improved eight and six, Buffalo really starting to slide down the drains. They're coming in with the seventh seed. Uh, Indy would be the fifth seed, and the Chargers would be the sixth seed uh, over on the AFC side. So both LA football teams, ironically, making the playoffs. How about that? So, but yeah, getting back to Minnesota, man. I, I, are you feeling it? Are you feeling it? Nobody's feeling this team. Now, again, watch them somehow make the playoffs, maybe pull off a couple wins, make that deep run. I don't know. But, again, I just don't feel that Zimmer really wants to be here. We just need a complete overhaul. I didn't didn't like a whole lot of what I saw Monday, um, especially on the offensive side of the ball. We started, you know, we saw Cousins, you know, kind of reverting to some bad things that he does offensive line is is still a area for the Minnesota Vikings that they got to figure out what the hell they're going to do here in the future to get them to a Super Bowl contending uh, caliber type of offensive line there and Vikings fans are just tired of it I mean I the, you know I talk to them I'm a I have a sports podcast and I talk to a lot of people on how they feel about this team and it's it's nothing pretty and people want Spielman gone in the front office. They really just want a whole new organization. You know, that's the one thing the Timberwolves, are, you know, at least right now, Alex Rodriguez, and I forgot, I always keep forgetting the other guy's name, his partner. At least they, they're in town, seem to be doing the right things and getting out there now. Will they move the Timberwolves ultimately? Who knows? But we'll talk about that a different time. But with the Vikings, no, nobody's excited. Nobody is saying, hey, this team, if they can get to the playoffs, can really do something. You know, Adam Thielen, while warming up a little bit, he's still injured. You know, we got the the COVID, you know, protocol coming through. Kirk Cousins has, uh, he's practiced very, very lightly the past couple days. He's got a rib injury. So stay tuned there. I don't know, man. I really don't know, but the Vikings, it's just another humdrum bullshit type of Viking season, and I'm just tired of it. So we'll see what happens, man. Uh, They got the Rams. They may be a depleted team here this weekend. Stay tuned. We'll see. Um, I will be in Phoenix next week. I'll I'll be at the Guaranteed Rate Bowl watching the Gophers take on West Virginia. I'm hoping to get a media credential for that. Still waiting to hear from the folks down there about that. So we may have some interviews with some players and maybe some coaches, uh, things like that. want to say what up 
uh, Steve Ortiz, um, Jerry Keefe, and the crew. I look forward to hanging out with the Gopher Dads down there in Arizona. A lot of tailgate action going on before the game. And looking forward to that. Jerry rented a room over at Marley Sports Bar. Dan Marley, the former Phoenix Sun legend himself. So I can't wait to get down there. The Gophers have announced that their ticket allotment, by the way, is sold out. Yes, sir. Bravissimo. And looking forward to getting down to Phoenix. Now the weather should be okay the first part of the week. I'm going to be down there all week. So hoping to get some golf in. Uh, get some regular work done and whatnot. And um, I'll tell you what, man, I've just decided to get out of the winter here in Minnesota for a few days. So with that being said, I am going to end the Sports Done Right podcast. I want to thank you again for all your support. Again, go to the Spokesman Recorder. Uh, that would be spokesman-recorder.com for my latest article that I was interviewed about the lack of African-Americans in the stands at Gopher Games. Make sure you check that out. Charles Hallman, the Arthur there. Appreciate you, Charles. Once again, my friend, thank you so much. And Big Ed, I got to say something, man. Ed Hawthorne, if you go to my Twitter feed, he this dude, he phenomenal. Ed is a former... Uh, go for defensive player, the defensive lineman back in the day when I was in school there. Ed actually went on and had a little bit of an NFL career. He was a really good player in the Big Ten. Uh, played for the Dolphins, if I remember correctly. But just go to at the Big Smooth One, the number one after the Big Smooth.com, and you will see he, my friend Shannon, Miss Wisconsin there. She is uh, the queen of photoshopping, and so she put my face on this gopher. Ed actually went and had the picture framed and is now going to hang it in his office at home. And Ed Hawthorne, and and we're going to have Ed on. You know, the whole reason me and Ed were introduced by a mutual friend is I wanted to get him on the show to talk, you know, gopher football, his career, and and what he did, and uh, his career and um, in law enforcement as well because he was a uh, county uh, sheriff, county deputy here um, in the area as well. But just go and look at this picture. Eddie, thank you so much. My man. I am truly humbled and honored, my homie. Thank you so much for that. And uh, we got to get in touch to the guy that did that for you, man, because I got to get some of those to hand out and hang up and uh, give out his gifts and whatnot, man. So this has been Vince Wright, the sports governor here on the Sports Done Right podcast, brought to you by 7th Avenue Pizza. Make sure you get you some people. And we're now we're going to try and catch up with you now. The game is next Tuesday. It's a late night game here in the Twin Cities. Game doesn't start till like 9.15, so we're not going to be able to get a live show off then, but we'll put something together for next week. I'm going to bring the uh, microphone, the equipment down as well, so we'll be doing something from Arizona. Thank you again for all the love, all the support, um, the downloads, listening, whether it's live or on demand. I thank you guys so much. In the chat room, Mo Cheese, appreciate you, my friend. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas to you. Uh, He's in the Spreaker.com chat room. Oh, I didn't even get to the folks through Twitter today, the usual crowd. Let me just read a few of them here. Um, Sarah, once again, in Minneapolis is joining us. Big Mike in Eden Prairie, always with us every single show. I thank you so much, my friend. We have Scotty in Minnetonka, Minnesota listening. 
We have Matt listening up in Hudson, Wisconsin. Thank you. Other side of the river there in Packer land. Dig that. We have Janelle listening in North Minneapolis. And we also have another Sarah listening to us in Richfield, Minnesota. So thank you guys so much. I am Vince Red Sports Governor. We will be back next week. Very Merry Christmas. Um, happy holidays. Whatever you celebrate, be safe out there. Be cool. Have a great new year as well. And we will talk to you very, very soon. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.